I ask that my guides and the guides of those listening join us now as I set the intention for this podcast. I set the intention that this will be for the greatest good of all and that these messages reach the appropriate people. May this be a space of encouragement, of discovery, and may it help us find balance so our true selves can be present. My name is Brenna Mosley, and I will be guiding you through my process and why I unmask the universe. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I've actually had to restart this for those who are watching on Instagram. I'm so sorry that you have to hear me say this again, but thank you so much for tuning into episode six of Unmasking the Universe. I am so grateful to be here and to be learning about this technology. Um, We are live on Instagram, so if you are listening elsewhere, um, I announced the possibility of going live on my social media pages earlier this week. So if you want the latest updates, then come follow me there. Down in the description box below should be my link tree. And a link tree is exactly um, what it sounds like. It's going to be a tree of links. So when you click on the link tree slash unmasking the universe, it will bring you to a bunch of boxes that have different labels on them. Um, So it's going to make it super easy to find my content. So depending on where you are, where you're listening from, um, it might depend on what's relevant for you. But for example, I have my Instagram linked, I have my YouTube channel, my Spotify, and all that good stuff. So if you want to come follow me, just look down below, and then you can find that. And if you're on Instagram, you can go to my bio and find my um, link tree on on my bio, on my Instagram. All right, so, so glad that I'm making this episode my trial run because I've learned a lot. Um, Let me go ahead and double check and make sure it's recording. Yep, we're recording here, great. For some reason, my Adobe Audition app um, spazzed out and had to auto-close. Never had that happen before, but so we are now working out the kinks on this one. So thank you all for being so patient. I appreciate you. Um, I'm still figuring out how to post the video versions on YouTube. My bonus dad, Dean, is a videographer, and he's been helping me a lot with this whole process. Let me know that um, the video quality of episode one was super low, and he's told me that about my YouTube videos before, Um, and I have a feeling it's the camera that I'm using. I fiddled with the settings. I hope it's better, but um, at least there will be an Instagram video version now, and I'm hoping that I'll be able to download that file and edit it. If not, It's cool. I have my other camera filming and we might have a lower quality video, which is okay. We're all learning here. So um, if you all have any questions for me, feel free to ask in the comments. Um, I wanted to get used to doing the live. I wanted you all to get used to me going live on Instagram. I'm not sure if I'm going to go live on Facebook or not. Um, I'm going to need quite a few different devices to do that. So let me know how you feel about it. Comment, reach out to me. Let me know what you think. But I'm going to take a deep breath for a second because that was a lot. Okay. Good. We're still filming. All right. Everything seems to be working fine. 
So like I said earlier, I have so much gratitude for this platform, and I am so glad that I have this podcast to hold myself accountable. I think I've touched on this point before, but this podcast is as much of a learning experience for me as I'm hoping it is for you. I've had the opportunity to learn a lot about myself overall, and now that I'm consistently posting and sharing the lessons that I'm bringing up to you all, they are now pretty constantly on my mind, and which is great. It's helping me to live my most authentic life, and I'm feeling a lot more balanced, and I'm working on projects that I never even thought I would because I am so inspired by the interactions that I'm having and the feedback that I'm getting. So thank you all. And I wanted to point out that that introductory intention is powerful. Um, I can feel it working in my life and permeating in multiple different areas. So, you know, and setting intentions, I highly recommend. <laughs> um, so if you listen to last week's episode, I mentioned that I would be talking about routines and rituals and the like, and that I would hopefully have a workbook page ready to download for that episode. Um, I'm having so much fun with the workbook page and the episodes. I actually got an iPad specifically for that, um, and I got an iPad pencil so that I can draw it. And so I've never created a workbook page before. So I have been seeking the help of my wife and others, um, and it's coming along beautifully. And uh, my wife, Elizabeth, has had a lot of insight and a lot of you know great things to contribute to it. And she's been helping me edit myself because I can be a bit wordy. So thank you, Elizabeth, for your help in general, um, but especially with this content. I very much value you and your opinion, and it's going to be phenomenal because especially when we work as a team, things come out amazing. So I hope you're ready for it. Um, but so since she is helping me and we are doing this together, I wanted to take the time to make sure it makes sense and then it has a flow before... I share this with you all. Um, so speaking of flow, I wanted to take a moment to share something about myself that some of you may relate to. When I go to do a reading for somebody, talking about like tarot, oracle, that kind of reading, there is an energetic flow. It's like an information faucet. Um, and I'm discovering the same goes for when I'm making these podcast outlines that there's this flow and there's this information faucet. I used to market my readings as like a 30 or 45 minute reading, but I found that there were times that I still had information to share. And it felt very uncomfortable to stop that energy flow. Um, and so I've learned to just let it go. If there's energy, just keep going. I no longer market those readings that way. Um, and that's the same reason why I don't limit the, the podcast length is because if there's still information, then it's meant for someone, whether even if it's just for me. So there's a quote by Maya Angelou that I love, and I've seen it written two different ways, but it's when you get, you give. When you learn, you teach. And so like I said, this is the first time that I've created a workbook page, and so I'm still learning, and I'm not quite ready to teach that podcast yet, or that, that episode yet. Um, the energy is still flowing. There's still things coming through. So this episode will not be about routines and rituals, um, because every time I sat down to work on it, it, I just felt like I shouldn't. 
I found myself wanting to work on the workbook page instead of the podcast episode, so that's now been bumped. But I wanted to share that process with you and my realizations um, because trusting my gut has been a recurring lesson for me. I am learning to trust the process even more now that I have a public outlet. And it feels very odd, probably because of societal pressure, to not do what I said when I told you I would. Um, And it's not because I don't want to or intend to or that I'm not working hard because I have now four concurrent outlines that I'm working on. Um, But it's because the universe has a plan that I'm not fully aware of. And I have learned to go with the flow because divine timing is much more effective than Brenna's timing. Um, I would not be here today if I tried to control the flow. And I was talking with a friend about this episode and was asking them how to describe the flow of the universe and how they perceive it. And I really liked what she had to say. She said a few things, but the one that I wanted to share with you is, um, I know when I have a message because I feel this divine knowing. I didn't know this information before I started talking, so I just let it happen. I know when the message is over, when I start to sound more like myself. And I loved the way that was phrased, and I really resonate with that. And society, or a new phrase that I am liking, mother culture, and that is from a book that I'll be recommending in another episode. Um, Society or mother culture tells us that we have to be perfect. Instagram influencers, YouTube influencers, and the like edit and re-edit themselves so much. And I know a lot of influencers are afraid of cancel culture. So I want you all to see and hear my process. And if I'm honest, I want to remind myself and acknowledge this, that I am successful without being perfect, that it can be done without following the perfectionist tendencies. And in fact, I'm already making a regular income uh, stream from this podcast since episode one. The majority of perfect influencers can't even say the same. So I want you all to see that being open, being honest, being willing to share the vulnerable moments can absolutely lead to your success. And more than that, this podcast is for me. Do I have an audience? Absolutely. But ultimately, I am doing this for me. If I didn't, it wouldn't be sustainable. I just know myself. I know that in order for me to want to stick with it, I have to want to do it, and I have to approve of it, and I have to see the value in it. And I very much value honesty and sharing my lessons with people. Still recording the podcast, great. Okay. Um, So what is this episode about then, if it's not going to be about the rituals and the routines? I wanted to share some realizations and some stories, and there are also going to be some suggestions continuing last week's theme that I will go over later in the episode. I personally really like the hangout style of sharing information. Um, If you wanted a lecture, (laughs) you would be paying for a class. That's just my opinion. Um, This is the first episode where I'm not sitting on a beanbag, but it's because I want to have my iPad here up propped properly. Um, But... Because I moved, I decided to move the routine episode back, it took me a while to figure out what I should talk about. I actually started 
three other episode outlines before I landed this one. Um, So far with the podcast in general, there has been an overwhelming theme or like this aha moment, like something will happen in my life. You know, I'll just have this inner knowing about what I want to talk about, but this week was different. There wasn't really one obvious theme until I started working on this outline in this episode. Um, My week has been very fluid, and I think it has a lot to do with myself and what I am manifesting. And so that's another lesson that I have been continually learning in this lifetime. Your reality is what you create. I personally haven't felt like I could direct the energy, so I recognize that I have been creating that fluidity. And I'm saying that because I probably could direct the energy, but because I felt like I couldn't, it wasn't directed. Um, I hope that makes sense. But fluidity in and, itsel- in and of itself is not a bad thing. Um, you may remember from a previous episode that showers and bath time are a very insightful time for me. I went to go shower before sitting down to work on the third version <laughs> of this episode or the third outline. Um, and I decided in the middle of my shower to take a bath. So you see what I mean? <laughs> like very fluid this week. Um, but when I sat down in the water, I said, I said out loud because I just, I actually switched to bathing from showering because I didn't feel like I was getting clear answers or clear direction. So I figured I would try something different. And, you know, that isn't even something that I wrote down, but that's something that I want to encourage you all to do is if you are feeling stuck or if you're not getting information or you're not getting a message, try something different. Shake it up. Try something new. So that's why I sat down and took a bath. I took like a bath shower. It was great. But so when I sat down in the water, I said out loud, I don't know what to talk about. This week has been very fluid. And in that moment, I noticed the water was supporting my calves and my feet. I noticed they were floating. And water has no natural shape. Water takes the shape of its container. And yet it still in that moment had the quality of being supportive. So I took comfort in that that realizing that even though water is fluid, it still has the quality and the capacity to support you. And so that realization was something that I wanted to remember, that you can take comfort and still feel supported even when things are constantly moving and flowing. The difference between someone who is flailing in water and who is floating in water is a mindset. And so when I got to that point in my outline, I had remembered something that happened on the way to go get my iPad. And um, I was driving to go get it, and um, I was talking out loud to the universe. I usually do that when I'm driving. And I had an aha moment. So I pulled out Snapchat so that I could remember this. I thought about rewording what I said, you know, just to to tell it to you here, but I want to share with you a couple of things instead of rewording it. Um, Last week, we talked about things that you can add to your life. One of those things that we didn't really talk about, actually we didn't talk about at all, was journaling. Journaling helps you write down your thoughts so that you can go back and reference them and learn from them. It can show you progress or lack thereof, and it's in general a good idea. 
And I have been told countless times from various different sources the importance of journaling. But the problem that I have when it comes to journaling is I am not consistent. And I think that there's more than one reason why, but a big factor is that my mind works much faster than my hand. And so I've even tried switching to digital journaling so that I can type or text it from my phone, and I'm much better at that, but I'm still not great. So what I have found that has really worked for me is using Snapchat. A lot of times I'm doing something that I'm using my hands. I could be you know, um, cooking or something like that. And so I can just pull out Snapchat real fast and record my thoughts. So I wanted to share that idea with you um, for those of you who find it hard to journal for you know, whatever reason. Um, you can also use like Google Documents, not Google Documents, it's like Google Chat. So you can create a separate Google account and then do a chat with yourself and then send you a video. I like that version too because it doesn't limit your time. I mean, I haven't tried to record more than like five minutes, but still five minutes is longer than what Snapchat gives you. And um, I don't see Google going anywhere, but like Snapchat could technically disappear like tomorrow if they don't feel like f fiddling with it. But anyways, I really like Snapchat specifically because it has a memory feature. Um, and so the memory feature reminds you every month now. Um, so at the end of the month, if I really feel like it, I can go back through and write it down in a journal or something. Um, and, if not, and if I forget or if I don't want to, every year on that day, it reminds you what you were doing last year. So I really, really like that feature. Um, but so... I want to go ahead and play the few, there's a couple snaps that I'm going to play, and then we're going to go over my thoughts, and then there's a couple more, and then we'll go over those thoughts. So um, I don't really know if I'm going to like hold it up to the camera or what I'm going to do, but the important part is audio. I'm driving. Like You don't need to see my face. All right, let's see if we can do this. So I am now in post trying to input these audio files, and I can do it, it's just I wanted to warn you that there's going to be a decent amount of road noise, so get ready to turn down the volume if it gets too much. The first segment isn't as bad as the second one, but just wanted to give you that heads up. So I often talk out loud to the universe when I'm in the car because I'm an external processor and it helps me process, and I was just expressing my gratitude and you know, going over all of those things, and then I went over meditation because I don't feel like I have been grounding as much and I haven't been meditating and connecting as much in the morning. And so I was like asking myself why and talking out loud about it. And the thing that came forward for me was that I have been experiencing pain when I am meditating. And it's not necessarily just physical. It's more of a it's hard to describe, but I've been experiencing pain. And so then I was digesting that and dissecting that and figuring out where the pain was coming from. There is pain because I have gotten so used to numbing and not feeling it. So when I am meditating, I'm feeling the pain, but without meditating, you can't work through the pain. And so, and I know this, like I knew that I can't work through the pain. I, I knew it was an excuse. And so I even said that. I was like, you know, well, you know, if, if I'm feeling pain, I'm going to feel more pain if I don't meditate or if I don't ground, if I don't, you know, work through this and connect to myself on that level. But what I didn't realize was that I was feeling pain because of meditating 
and I feel like a lot of people haven't put that together. I mean, I didn't put that together. Um, that you can experience pain by meditating. And that's kind of blowing my mind. And I'm, I'm not even sure how to process it all. But I didn't want to forget it because I want to address this and bring this up in a podcast session and talk, or, or, or a YouTube video and talk about it and talk about how you might experience pain or discomfort maybe is the better word. Okay. So those are the two that I wanted to share at first. I really hope you could hear that on Instagram. If not, you can go to the um, recorded version that was at about 17 minutes in. Um, I'm going to have that audio file inputted properly. But so last week we talked about there are things that you can add to your life and one of those things was meditation. And so this is what I mean by my podcast is helping me so much. I knew that I wanted to meditate and ground more just by sharing it in the previous podcast because I was listening to that episode earlier that day and I wanted to address that with myself. And what I just shared with you is what I came up with. And so I wanted to ask if anybody else had experience with that, if anybody else felt, you know, really uncomfortable or just not settled in themselves. Um, and for me, it ended up being painful. And maybe over time it became painful, whereas if I had done it before, it wouldn't have been. Um, and it's subtle. It's not like I sit down and then all of a sudden just have the sharp pain. But it's this level of discomfort, like, if I had to describe it like on a subconscious level that I identified. And so I'm really curious to know if anybody else has experienced this. And, or maybe those of you who say that you can't meditate, maybe see if that's why, to see if there's like this level of uncomfortable, unsettled feeling that you have. Um, and I think that the discomfort and pain is a result from numbing or not addressing how I truly feel about things. So, uh, and, I th and I know I talked about that last week about numbing, and I'm not even exactly sure how I'm doing it um, or what action it is that I'm doing. Maybe there isn't an action. Maybe it's just existing. I don't know. Or maybe it's the lack of meditating. I'm not sure. But I wanted to bring it up. Um, and now I know I said that there isn't necessarily this, like, literal sharp pain. There are sometimes, like right now, I have some tightness in my neck, um, and I do think sometimes my body literally experiences pain sometimes um, because maybe it could be various reasons, but what came to me when I was writing this down is it doesn't feel supported. And so I want to go talk to a yogi or someone who has experience with physical body support, um, you know, maybe have some restorative yoga poses, um, something where I'm not laying in my bed because that can sometimes be too relaxing and I can fall asleep. And I'm sure other people can experience that and relate to that. Um, but I want to go speak to, like I have done some restorative yoga poses specifically where, you know, you have some blankets and bolter, bol bolsters supporting me and it just feels like I can actually, it's almost like what it would feel like being in water. So my body cannot be in pain so that I can focus on meditating. So um, I'm going to go ahead and play the other two snaps. It's still related to meditation, but I wanted to stop and address those first. So I'm going to go ahead and play the other two now. So I'm continuing to process. I'm processing still out loud about the meditation thing. And I was making the connection about how meditation is a lot like swimming. 
I would go so far as to say every single human being needs to learn how to swim because you never know when you're going to have to. Like, and I mean literally swim. And I feel the same way about meditation. And I feel like meditation and swimming are very similar because it is as much of a mental determination as it is a physical skill. Like, it is much as it is as much of a mental skill as it is a physical skill to meditate or to swim. And I think that that can be a fantastic analogy comparing swimming and meditation. And I didn't want to forget that either. I wanted to spend some time dissecting that and understanding what that possibly means. Because I think people take for granted that they're just going to be okay no matter what. They won't have to encounter a scenario where they swim. And the same goes for meditation. That's what I was getting at. Is that with if you're learning how to swim, it's important to have someone there who knows how to swim or who can carry you or who can rescue you if you need that. Because you won't allow yourself to try without that. You won't allow yourself to strengthen those muscles to work past that mental barrier unless you have someone there with you. Same might go for meditation because of your trauma or what you have or have not digested. Wow, like I don't, why am I feeling that in my gut? I feel that like in the solar plexus, like, but it's not a tenseness, it's like a release. Like I'm putting it down. Like I wanna push my belly out like, like thank you for finally recognizing that. So I hope that that was helpful for you. Um, that's how I do that. I just literally pull out the camera or the phone and just start talking. Um, you could potentially do that on like voice memo. You don't need to have, you know, your face recorded. Um, but I find it so interesting that I now have two water analogies going on. So this is what I mean by like, I didn't think that there was a theme until I sat down to work on this because I did not remember that I had recorded that until I started working on this podcast. Um, so for those of you who have learned how to swim, I think you can agree that swimming takes mental determination as well as a physical determination or physical practice or a skill. Um, I've taught kids how to swim before. I live in Florida. If you don't know how to swim in Florida, I really think you should reconsider that decision. <laughs> Re reconsider? Yeah, that's the right word. Um, I taught a lot of kids how to swim, and just getting them to calm down sometimes and to trust the process is half the battle. So I found it very interesting when I found that that analogy. And this is what I meant to you. This is what I meant earlier about when I was speaking about divine timing and this divine knowing. I didn't even come up with that analogy or didn't hear that analogy or didn't channel that analogy until I was actively working on processing something. And so that's why I think people say journaling is so helpful. Um, I call myself an external processor where I need to process externally. I make a lot of realizations when I'm speaking out loud, when I'm working through something actively. Um, so that's why I was encouraging you all to journal and find your way of journaling. It doesn't necessarily have to be putting pen to paper, but I didn't make that connection until I spoke. Um, so I feel like there is a, a wisdom, there is a skill when it comes to sharing. And that's why I'm really enjoying this 
podcast because it's like a whole nother level of that. It's a consistent half an hour to an hour every single week, and it's lovely. Um, so I was definitely wrong earlier when I said that there wasn't a theme for my week. Um, clearly, there's a water theme. I just didn't necessarily know all of the details, and I'm sure that there's more that will be revealed to me. Um, but so, you know, if you have no experience with swimming, if you have no experience with meditating, you the fear might overwhelm the other benefits of the practice. And even same with journaling. But so some of us would do much better if we had a meditation teacher or someone there who was with us meditating. Um, when I went through my Reiki training, it was much easier to meditate and to fall into that state when I had a Reiki master sitting in front of me meditating. So there's just something about that support and that holding space that makes it that much more impactful and that much easier to fall into that. So I hope you all can take away something from those realizations. You know, maybe you need a swimming instructor, <laughs> um, you know, to help be there in case you need it. So the last thing that I want to talk about that I feel like is kind of related to that last realization um, has to do with our inner child. If you're on social media, you might have seen the trend, if, and it, I'm quoting what it says, if everyone drops one thing they learn from therapy, we could all gain insight from this thread, which I love that, by the way. But my friend Shelby shared this on her Facebook, and she said, if you see something your inner child would love, within reason financially wise, buy it. Whether it be a game, a stuffed animal, or coloring books, whatever it may be, buy it. Who the fuck cares if it's for kids? I love that and totally agree. And I have really been working on that for myself recently. But when I read that, I had a realization. Sometimes it's hard to nurture that part of yourself and connect to your inner child because you're still traumatized. Or maybe you haven't healed your relationship with the childlike part of you. Maybe they don't feel like they can trust you. Or maybe you haven't committed time and energy into getting to know that part of yourself, to getting to know that child. There is still a lot that we do not know about the human brain and psyche. We do know it is hyper-intelligent it's adaptive, and that there are a lot of unknowns. So it makes sense to try new things all of the time and to be open to the idea of not knowing the answer right away. Um, and that's actually been a theme for me a lot recently. Just because you don't have a law defined, it doesn't mean you are free from the bounds of that law. I'll get into that. That's also another thing that that booked that mentioned mother, cult, mother culture talks about that concept. And so we'll get into that in another episode. But that has been a recurring theme for me and lesson that has really been driven into me recently. And I'm, I wanted to share that with you. Um, so I think that this has been enough story time. I feel very comfortable with Instagram now. Thank you to those who joined me live. Um, I will be going live going forward. I'm not sure how I'm doing the scheduling, how I will be, you know, when I'll be going live. Um, my wife works from home, and so she has, you know, meetings scheduled regularly, especially on Thursdays. Um, and then sometimes something crashes and they have to do an instant meeting. So I'm trying to figure that out. I tried setting up my space in the other rooms 
but it just felt very cramped and very crowded. And I do need some kind of like desk space um, if I'm gonna be doing live and my computer and crystals and such. So again, I don't really know when I'm gonna be going live. I'm figuring that out. But thank you all so much for joining me for episode six. Um, I'm very much enjoying this. Like I said, I'm very much enjoying connecting with you all. So please come find me on Instagram. If you really want me to go live on Facebook, I will figure out a way. I might have to use the, the camera on my computer. I hope my computer can handle recording the audio and Facebook at the same time. I don't know. But I would really, truly love to make this more of a community chat, more interactive. So I'm going to go ahead and stop here. Thank you all so much for your support. We'll talk soon. Bye, guys.